We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Share to Cameron and John Ritchie on this Wednesday morning, 94 WIP. Twitter poll question of the day. Of course, we're talking a lot about the Eagles and the Giants and really the next, what we hope is three games for the Eagles and trying to win a title. But also there's some other games. We'll talk to Shil Kapati about them today when he joins us in a moment. But we'll ask you this Twitter poll question. Who wins on Sunday? Put another way in from the NFC, who would uh, the Eagles play if they get to the NFC Championship game? A, the Dallas Cowboys. B, the San Francisco 49ers. Classic matchup, by the way. If you, you know, remember 30 years ago, I mean, those two teams would, uh, <laughs> would really square off in some incredible games. So Dallas San Fran, who wins? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. The Eagles and Giants have squared off in some classic games themselves. And our next guest, Shil Kapadia, has uh, seen many of those games, many of them in person. Of course, covering the Eagles through the years. And he joins us right now. How you doing, Shil? What's up, guys? How you doing? Super. Shil, Eagles, Giants, man. It's got a nice ring to it. And um, it's not the hardest game, certainly. I mean, it, Eagles could have faced a better team. So here's the question, Shil. How much better are the Giants now than they were a month, two months, three months ago? What sort of threat do they pose to this Eagles squad? Yeah, I'd say they're significantly better. I mean, you, you look at just personnel-wise, that Week 14 game on defense, you know, the Giants really couldn't do anything to stop the Eagles. The Eagles score 48 points in that game. Now you look at the personnel, they've got their best cornerback, Adoree Jackson, back. They've got their best safety, uh, Xavier McKinney, back. And they've got uh, their, a highly paid defensive tackle, in Leonard Williams back. And so uh, you look at it just from a personnel standpoint, they're better there. And then the big flip on offense is they've really trusted Daniel Jones for, you know, they were trying to figure it out for most of the season. How can we create an efficient offense that keeps us in games? They weren't asking him to do much. You look at that game last week. I mean, they put the ball in his hands on early downs and said, throw the football, run the football. And he really did a nice job with it. Sure. They're getting some guys back. That's for sure. But, when you net it out, how much more talented is this Eagles roster compared to the Giants? Wide gap, John. I actually was just doing this exercise this morning where I was trying to go like position by position and say where do the Giants like have a player that might start on the Eagles? And, and really, there's about there might be four or five guys. You know, their left tackle Andrew Thomas is playing great. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, their nose tackle yeah. is certainly better than Linville Joseph. Uh, Xavier McKinney, their safety would start on the Eagles. And I had Saquon Barkley, you know, I would have him over Miles Sanders. But that's what, four guys I named out of 22 starters. I mean, I think you can make a strong case that every other position on the field that you would take the Eagles guy over the Giants guy. So, yeah, that, that's why the line is seven and a half. There is still a huge talent disparity between these two teams. How concerned are you about Lane Johnson? You have to be concerned. You know, I, I was down there at, uh, at Eagles practice and in the locker room on uh, Friday for a story I'm working on. And, yeah, he sounds confident he's going to play. But, listen, it's one of those things where it's, it's a high, you know, wide range of outcomes. I mean, he could play three snaps and say, 
and it could be like, all right, you know, that that's not happening. You can't fight through it. Or he could look like typical Lane Johnson. There's just kind of no way to know until he's out there on the field yeah. and giving it a shot. So I think, you know, John, you've been on it the, the entire year questioning kind of the Eagles pass protection. And is it as good as we think right. this could be a game? Like if they lose this game, this could be a game where that kind of thing shows up because I think they've got a strong uh, pass rush, a strong defensive line. If Lane Johnson isn't close to 100%, uh, if Thibodeau gets some wins against Jordan Mailata, if Dexter Lawrence is given the guards some problems, I mean, that, that could be something that creeps up in this game for sure. Shio, what, what do you think Wink Martindale does against this offense? You know, last week against the Vikings, they didn't blitz as much. Uh, how, what's the best way to contend with this Eagles, you know, attack? Yeah, it's a great question. I'm glad you brought that up because for years we thought Wink Martindale, man coverage, blitz. You know, he only knows how to play one way. Well, guess what? The last month, really since that Eagles game, they've totally changed how they play defense. I mean, you look at all the numbers, they're playing a lot more zone than man. They're rushing four rather than blitzing. And so they're, they're playing with two high safeties instead of one high safety. So now all of a sudden they became a, became a lot more uh, difficult to prepare for because you don't know what you're going to see. Now, my gut would tell me that still in his DNA, when he feels like being aggressive is the way to win the game, he's not going to hesitate and he's going to do that. And so I think if you look at the Eagles, and we've talked about this so many weeks this season, uh, against the Blitz, they've been up and down. You know, you look at Jalen Hurts' numbers when opponents rush three or four, and he's been outstanding. You look at his numbers when teams blitz, uh, he hasn't been terrible, but he's been more mediocre than elite there. And so I think if you're the Giants, you're going to feel out the game. I think this is an adjustments game where mm. both teams are going to kind of see, hey, what's the other team doing early on? How do we adjust? But I would expect the Giants to be aggressive. I would expect them to blitz. I would expect them to take some chances playing man coverage in this game. Hey, Sheila, gut feeling here, looking ahead the next couple of weeks. Does Jalen have this? I mean, you see, like, Donovan was really good, and there were times Donovan was great. But Donovan clearly wasn't great enough. Is Jalen going to be great enough? I think so. I've got them going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I've got them getting there. I've got them winning the next two games. You know, it's just it's impossible to predict, right, with the, with the injury. We don't know exactly what he's going to look like. But, man, this, I was thinking about it mentally. I, don't, I can't remember another Eagles quarterback where you, you should really have uh, the confidence you have at Jalen Hurts just from a mental perspective. I mean, this guy uh, is so locked in and knows kind of exactly what he needs to do to win a football game and adjust accordingly that, yeah, I, I have confidence in him. Again, we'll see. But uh, they, right now, my gut you're asking, uh, I think they win this game, and I, and I think they win next week, and I think they get to the Super Bowl. Shil Kapadia with us, of course, from the ringer as always. Shil, the Giants, one of my hope for this game is that, you know, maybe the Giants are in that happy-to-be-here mode. Um, I'm not saying it's, you know, they're just going to lay, lay down, but do you think with what the Giants have accomplished, and they really accomplished something this year from where they came from, there's a chance that you get some of that if you're the Eagles and it makes it a lot easier to compete with a team that has already achieved more than was expected? I don't know about that. I think you get to this point and you kind of get hungrier and, you know, you, you, you talk in their locker room and you say, hey, we didn't think it was going to happen this year, but we're two wins away from getting to the Super Bowl. So I do think there are times every year when you look at the playoffs where we watch Wild Card Weekend and we kind of, you know, overstate how good a team is based on what they do in Wild Card yeah. Weekend and then they kind of get blown out the yeah. next week. Now, yeah. I don't know that this is going to be a blowout, 
but uh, we certainly see that um, kind of every year. That's just kind of the ebb and flow uh, of how the playoffs go. Two other interesting games this weekend. I'm not counting hold KC. On, on, They're going to win. Go ahead, John. Who's done a better job this year, Dable or Sirianni? Ooh, yeah, it's a close one. I, I would give it to Dable. Like, uh, you know, if, if we're counting um, the playoffs, I mean, that team is not – we just said it. I mean, they've got no talent – uh, not no talent, but they are really short on talent on that team. They found ways to win games. They've adjusted. I mean, anyone who would have thought the Giants would be playing in the divisional round, um, you know, before the season, you would have been laughed at. So they've right. both done a great job. I mean, I would have them both in the top five in my coach of the year thing. But um, I don't know. I, I, whenever a guy does more with less, uh, that usually, it, it might not be fair, but that often gives them the edge. Hmm. Sheil, we know is going to win. But the other two games hang in the balance. San Fran, Dallas. Buffalo, Cincy, what do you see happening? Yeah, I've got, you know, I, I, I'm on the fence a little bit. I think I'm leaning Cowboys in that game, and that might be wow. a little recency, recency bias for me, but I just look at their A-plus game is really, really good. They're a team that should be able to get after uh, Brock Purdy with, with their defensive line and their pass rush. And, I mean, Dak Prescott last week, I mean, he didn't miss all game long, and so he's still – Got that feeling. So uh, I'm still weighing it. I got to write the picks against the spread for the ringer uh, tomorrow. So maybe I change my mind in the next 24 hours. But right now I've got the Cowboys. And then uh, the other game, you know, I'm still leaning Bills. Bills are still my Super Bowl pick. I've still got Bills beating the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I know they didn't look great last week. They have those games. But still, uh, you know, Josh Allen is a guy who can just put the team on his back. He can make up for mistakes that he has throughout the course of the game. And uh, the Bengals' offensive line, I mean, they could be playing with three backups on their offensive line. So I think I still like the Bills in that game. Shield, wonderful stuff. Everyone follows Shield's work, of course, at The Ringer uh, and is always with us every, uh, every Wednesday at this time. Thank you so much, Shield. Great stuff. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. All right, there he is. All right, to the phones. Let's talk to Charlie in Douglasville. Hi, Charlie. Hey, guys. Good morning. Morning, Charlie. I have full confidence in Jalen Hurts, and I want this young man to get paid. And uh, but also, is there a way to pay him, like with a like a? Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Before before you even finish your sentence, here's going to be the let's try to pay him a ton and make sure it doesn't hurt the salary cap. All right, go ahead. What's the theory here? No, I was just asking if um, giving him a big signing bonus instead of a huge contract. Would that work out? Well, big signing bonus is part of a huge contract. Yeah, it still gets spanned out over. Yeah. Does it? I mean, can, can, can they? Can we, how about this? Can we? Can Jeffrey Lurie just give him, like, part of his production company or something on the yeah. side? Basically like, just oh, skirt new, the rules. New member of the board, Jalen Hurts. Welcome aboard. Oh, and we signed him for 10 mil a year. Isn't that great? That's funny. Because yeah, I, I want mean, a super yeah. team to happen. I, I want know. a super team. Well, you know, I want them to be able to bring in guys that want to play with him because I think a lot of guys want to play with him, but they can't afford it if they give him an Aaron Rodgers size contract. Well, and Charlie, that's what makes this year so key because I mean we don't have, have to hit the breaking news sounder to know it will be harder next year. They will lose players as a result of Hertz's big contract. And by the way, that's not just next Green year. Bay? Did no, it work that's out for Green Bay. Give Aaron a huge contract, and they haven't done anything. I mean. Look, I hear you, man. I mean, I'd have to think back when when Green Bay won it all, which was in 2010? 2010, yeah. And he was drafted probably in 05. So Rodgers would have been on his second contract at that point. Look, Charlie, it's going to get harder. That's the bottom line. All right, give me a great answer, man. Who or what had a bad ending? 
Oh, Joe, I want to ask you one question. Sure. Do you own every uniform for every team? No, team? only the Phillies one. Dude, you know what? Fun. You know what a dork is. What I would look like if I walked around in an Eagles uniform with like pads on and everything. Come on, man. I'm, I'm a dork, but I'm not that big a dork. Every time you're late for work, you have to wear a uniform the following work day into work, so everybody knows that you were late. Well, <laughs> I see what you're. I see what you're trying to do. I mean, generally, if I'm late for work, what I do to try to speed up time here in my car is I'll put on the Lone Ranger theme song. Kind of gets me going <laughs> oh a little God. bit. You know, it's a dude. I'm telling you, it's the best. Trip, man. It's the best song for being late to work because at least you'll start moving your honey a little faster. Charlie, give me an answer. Who All or right. what had a bad ending? Game of Thrones, terrible yeah, ending. Great answer. Over probably over four dude, episodes. Man. Yeah, because I think it started going bad with three, and then it was three, four, five, and six. Yeah, it's so disappointing. Just it, really, truly disappointing. It is. And while the Sopranos ending was bad in the final second it wasn't bad otherwise and and it is really why and it took me a while to assess this but i i do go with the sopranos over game of thrones and over the wire because i think it was more consistently outstanding i thought game of thrones final season was a massive disappointment and i thought the wires final season was a pretty big disappointment so for consistency's sake, I go with well, Game the Wire's final episode was way better than the Sopranos. But I mean the season, and, the, and all the newspaper then, I, stuff. I know it wasn't great, but if you, have you rewatched it? Yeah, six yeah, times. I think. It, oh wow, Jesus. Well, five times. I, I think, I've watched I it six times. I think it's not at like the the body, like the homeless person stuff wasn't great. But I think outside of that, it's pretty good. I just think it it, it gets pushed worse because of that one storyline. Yeah, but otherwise, yeah. I think it's pretty good. Well, that plus the newspaper, that you, combination. You I need to get going a little bit. Do you really uh, listen to Sometimes. the William Tell overture yeah. on your own time? Heck yeah. If, if, dude, if I'm running late to something. You put this on. Yeah, YouTube right through my phone, right into the stereo in the car. Sound like a up. cartoon, a real life cartoon. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you put it on, you get all so running right. around your house. And you're, <laughs> I'm, te- I'm telling you, there's nothing that will get you to move, Bugs funny to camera move faster. Then the William, what's it called? William, William Tell. Tell Orchestra. Tell Orchestra, yeah. Lone Ranger. Sure. Hi-oh, Silver! Overture, not orchestra. Whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> yeah, Lone Ranger, Tonto, man, it's wonderful stuff. Let's go to Dan in Philadelphia. What's going on, Dan? What's up, guys? How are you? Great, Dan, man. I'm telling you, it's a good trick. You might still be you late, know, but you'll be less late than I, you would I have guess, been. You, you'll be like three every, minutes late instead day, of seven minutes late. Every day your weirdness gets froze. It yes. never... It never shrinks. It just grows. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lone ranger to get to get to work. I mean, seriously, man, it, it gets you moving, right? It gets the blood flowing. Oh my god! I, I don't by, know. by the way, let me just say, I might, Dan, at the when we're doing the morning show, you know, I might uh, that might be an eight fifty-five in the morning. Like, yeah, well, all you people are about to be late. You got five minutes to get to work by nine. Get on, get on it. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, Just let's... make that the morning show theme song. All right, it'll get everybody awake. Um, hey, listen. Now that Jalen Hurts is is, I, you know, I I'm a, I'm going to take their word. He's not injured anymore, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Yep. Um, which makes you feel more comfortable, right? Yeah, of course. But, but, all right, but then your next worry was: Is Jalen going to rise to the occasion? Yeah. Who do you think has more of a chance to rise to the occasion? Daniel Jones. Or Jalen Hurts. Well, obviously Jalen Hurts, but my point. Right, so well, hold on, Dan. My point wasn't about as much about this game as the next month. You know, I mean, Jalen is is one of three quarterbacks left. Well, four, 
there's four really awesome quarterbacks left. It's Hurts, it's Mahomes, it's Burrow, and it's Josh Allen. And I, I don't assume that Hurts will rise above those other three. He might, but he, he might not. He has to rise above one of them and, and, and if they make the Super Bowl. Well, so, that, that part does help. There's no question about that. You know, so the other two – you don't have to. You don't have to worry about. He definitely is going to rise to the occasion this week, and and next week. You know, I, I can't see him, uh, Brock Purdy, out, out playing him either. No, well, I don't. I don't expect that to happen. But so, now San Fran's team could. But yes, I I don't expect Brock Purdy to play better than Jalen Hurts. I, I want to feel comfortable. For, so just 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 for what me. just for what it's worth, though. I mean, let me just say this: I didn't think Brad Johnson was going to play better than Donovan McNabb in O two, and I and I, I and I didn't think Jake Delhomme was going to play better than Donovan in 03. Now, granted, Donovan got knocked out halfway through the game, but that first half, the Eagles couldn't do anything. These are just outliers, and, and I understand, but we can't sit there and worry about it. So if it's not Jalen Hurts that loses the game, who else do you – who would you put second that you're worried about happening? The play calling? Um, Defensively or offensively? I'm thinking here. I mean, the things that are going through my mind are um, Sirianni just choked something up. That's a possibility. Another possibility is the safeties, um, you know, aren't great. Um, I mean, you know, I worry about does Fletcher Cox not give him a, a big, you know, a, a decent enough game and dudes are running through there. I think the biggest thing is this offensive line needs to know who yeah. they're blocking. That is, John's right. That is probably the next biggest thing, Dan, because that's been a okay. big issue lately. Dan, give me a great answer, man. Who or what had a bad ending? I was going to say your problem, but I know you get upset when I bring that topic up. <laughs> I don't get um, upset. I laugh. I'm, I'm going to say the Titanic had a pretty bad. You know, the Titanic. Yeah, it's even better than the movie. Is a really, <laughs> really good answer. God, if only the guy that said Titanic had put a T-H-E before it. The Titanic. <laughs> We've never heard about the ending of your prom night. Yeah, so did you and your cousin oh, God. go you to guys, a special man. after the prom? You or guys, was it just a, for the prom thing? It's just so unbelievable. Was it memorable? The, the falsities that are put forth on the air. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just say, I object to my co-hosts and, uh, and, and our, our buddy over here, Mr. Seltzer's uh, line of questioning. It's outrageous, man. It's really all Dan, to be honest. we got to give Dan and Philly all the credit. Like, <laughs> he it, keeps it, it alive. Like, like he really call, does, like, man. He really does. He does. Let's go to Jack right now in Bristol. Hi, Jack. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Super, Jack. Okay, first off, Joe, my uh, late song, there's nothing wrong with that. Mine is Magic Carpet Ride from Steppenwolf. Yep, yep. Hmm, that's good. And all I have today is we're standing, the show that coined the phrase cliffhanger, Dallas. JR got, yeah, who shot JR? And, and when the ratings tanked, they had to bring him back. So Cam Ewing dreamed it. Yeah, you. be the. Couple dream sequences in in TV shows. So I did not know that's how Dallas. So Dallas ended, and the whole thing wasn't real, or at least that yeah, portion. Yeah, his his, his his shooting was not real. Pam oh, ended it. Man, it's that's not cool. Just so cheap. Yeah, it's not cool. All right, Jack. Good call there. I didn't know that. That's not because I knew who shot Jr. was a big deal. I didn't realize. He wasn't yeah. actually shot? I remember the big deal. I, I didn't watch Dallas when I was growing up. I mean, I would see it. I felt like it was uh, – it was. On, I, I was watching Chips, you know? Yeah, like, I was watching Chips, Dallas. too. I mean, Dallas is for older. You know, you and I were young. Yeah. Dallas did have a great theme song, though, man. That could have been said yesterday. 
for best theme songs yeah. over the last two days. That was a big one. Dun, 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 dun. Was that Dallas? No. no, you just went into um, it's 18. You just That's did the 18. 18. Yeah, 18. I think you started right, maybe, and then, and then right. veered off into the 18. I think you... I'll get the Dallas theme song. Out. <laughs> Let's go to Jeff in Wilmington right now. What's up, Jeff? Yeah, that was the 18. Um, <laughs> Joe, yeah. um, I'm glad Shield took the wheel off out of your hands because you were about ready to run us into a brick wall with this uh, concern over whether Jalen can take us to the Super Bowl or, you know, get past this week. I mean, haven't we, have we not been touting his intangibles for the last two years? No question. And, no, and, no, and, then, and last year no one thought that he could do what he did this year. So he's done all that. So where is the concern? I don't see it. And, and can, I, can, I, can I can I can I out. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just the way the teams, the way that the playoff is set up right now, I don't see any team, an overall team like we have, beat us. Let me ask you, Jeff. Let, let, let me ask you a question. And, and I, right. I too am. I mean, I think the Eagles have a, a real shot. I don't want anyone to misconstrue. I mean, they were the best team in football this year. But just yes. know this: part of where it comes from me when I say. You know, yeah, I have my concerns and all that is, I mean, I'm 44 years old. I'm a man, by the way. See if, if James is on the ball. I'm a man. I'm 44. I'm 58, so I'm an older man. All right, all right. So, <laughs> so just take the last, oh, I don't know, 39 years. Right. We've had a lot of hope. I mean, we've had a lot of hope in the last 39 years in Philadelphia sports, and we've seen two championships in 39 years. Mm-hmm. So – just, have we seen a team this complete? Have we've we seen, seen a we've team seen, during exactly. the regular season Bingo. that was this dominant? And don't you think that the postseason, more often than not, teams, their their true identity is revealed? Look, and Thank I you, believe not just in the roster, but in the mindset and in the way that they operate together, the way they work together, no, they and were, the leadership. They were a machine. Uh, uh, here's what I'm discounting so much that we that they've proven to us already. No, I get it, Jeff. To answer John's question, have we seen a team this dominant in the regular season? I would say, after the '83 Sixers, which is probably the most dominant team of of my lifetime, and in mm-hmm. the two championships or after that that I was referring to, I would say the most dominant regular season teams are this one, the '04 Eagles, who I do think were more dominant than the 2017 Eagles. 2017 yeah. Eagles, though, also because they were 13-2 and before they yep. didn't try in the final game. And I guess the 2011 Phillies. But you always know in baseball, things can go weird quick. You don't have as, right. a, as big a percentage of chance to win in the playoffs because it's just a, there's landmines everywhere. I, I would say those are the four best regular season teams I've seen in the last 39 years. James, you agree with that? Yeah, I was rifling through trying to think of others that would, would be quite at that level. And, I mean, yeah. the Sixers, the one seed a few years ago, we wouldn't put them no. in that. Oh, one Sixers one put in that level. Yeah, wouldn't put them there. One put the 93 Phils. The fly, Lindros Flyers probably no. wouldn't be there. Three best Flyers were 85, 87, and 97. 97 was the one I was and thinking of. In 85 and 87, you knew Edmonton and Gretzky looms. And, and you knew Detroit did in 97, too. Well, I didn't <laughs> I didn't think they did. No, they did, but I didn't know they did. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Jeff, give me a big answer, man. Overall is better. Uh, big answer. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go with the seventy seven Phillies uh, yeah. Black Friday. Yeah, it's a good yeah. And then obviously the game four following it up. This is Dallas. I don't recognize it yet. I think there's a big thing coming here. Oh, here we go, right here. Yeah. Is it right here? Yeah. Right here. That's yeah. it, yeah. 
Now, is this appropriate to play on WIP when the Cowboys are still eligible in the postseason? I mean, John, I yeah, because we want them to win. Oh, I see. There it I, is. I, I see what Richie. you did. I see what you did right there. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up. Um, wow, do I got to get something off my chest? I really do, Uh-oh. and I can't. I love a good. I got to get something off my chest. I can't you got imagine a lot on your chest. I do. I got hairs. John, for such a tiny chest, there's he a lot does on have there. a hairy look at this. chest. Her suit. I noticed the other day. I mean, the hair. I feel like I get more hair than usual. So I don't know about you. I got what hair there too. Usual? Is your, I, don't know, I just noticed it more? Is recently. your hair going gray there? Because I got gr- a ton wow. of. Gr- I got a ton of gray hairs here. It's really weird. You gonna be ashamed to go on the beach? I don't care. You know, are you really ashamed? Care. I'm not a big. I'd be ashamed I if I had gray hair on my chest at the age of 44. I'd be you know, ashamed. No really? Why? I'm like, who cares? I, I, got gray, gray. I got gray hair on my head. Why would I have it on my chest? Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I never, I never thought of it before. I really never did. All right, coming up. It's not the hair on my chest I'm going to get off. It's something I got to get off my chest. And I'm telling you, my prediction is 100 percent of people will agree with me. And that's right, James. That's rare. Yeah, like maybe he's never right? happened. I mean, it's rare. 100% of people, I predict, will agree with me. And what that's about, I'll tell you next. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Are you looking for tickets for games and concerts at the Wells Fargo Center or for our huge football games coming up at the link? Well, do like I do and use the Game Time app for tickets to every event on the planet. Sports, music, shows. With Game Time, you get great tickets and amazing prices, even on last-minute tickets. And you can see exactly where your seats are in every venue. It's so quick and easy. Game Time is the country's fastest-growing ticket app. Just download the Game Time app, enter your email, and use the promo code WIP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. That's promo code WIP. Game Time. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.